You are listening to Balanced Living Weekly, episode number 81, with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Balanced Living Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Father Roderick. And we are here on a weekly basis to talk about our journey, our pursuit of living a more balanced and healthy lifestyle. And of course, we are here to celebrate and encourage and inspire a community of people out around the world to do the same, to share our journeys together, because together, the motivation, the inspiration to continue to move forward is, is oftentimes what keeps us focused on our goals. Wouldn't you say, Father Roderick? Absolutely. And speaking of that, uh, our interview last week with Willie generated a lot of feedback on Twitter, in email. People loved that interview and loved the encouragement. And uh, we were both uh, flabbergasted by what he told us and how much he had done all by himself. Uh, Well, not totally all by himself uh, because his wife was a very important support as well, but uh, I was so glad to have him on the show. It was great, great to to hear his story, and it makes these, you know, the, the, we see that this stuff happening on 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 uh, the Biggest Loser, and then you're like, well, that's TV, you know, can that really happen? But to hear it from someone who has not been on a camera, who's not been, you know, training with the uh, uh, with the best trainers in the country, and just does it by walking on a treadmill. And, uh, and 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 watching what he eats, it was very inspiring. Indeed. I'll tell you, Willie was an amazing uh, source of inspiration. And what's cool and I love about this is that um, for me especially, and I know, Father Roderick, this has happened to you before, but it, it, for me, he, he, he originally had said um, in his audio feedback the week before that he was inspired by my story and, and also from Maggie, who, by the way, was inspired by my story. But he, mm-hmm. it, it's it's funny how those people come back to inspire you. Yes, you know that it, it, it's it's a circle. It's, it's circular. It comes back to you. It's kind of like you know you. It, there are times when you're moving forward. You're the source of inspiration. But then there's another time when you need the inspiration of others to continue to move move forward. And that's why I think it's important to share our goals, to share our 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 journeys with other people who surround us and also to understand that there are times that uh you know that 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 you get off the path that you once were on and and you need to be reminded to get back up on that horse and go again oh yeah the community and this social network that we can now maintain uh thanks to new media is so important and i think uh it's just a tremendous help i cannot imagine uh, going this journey alone and not having that support, and and just the, the 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 simple fact alone of being accountable and and being able to share, uh, uh you know how how you're doing. And when when I go to the gym and I I, I up, uh, update my my Twitter account with it, um, it is it's really it works as a motivation. I was like, okay, well, a lot of people are going to see this, and uh, so I I'd, I'd better make this happen today. <laughs> Indeed. And, and well, I, I do want to start off by sharing with you that uh, last week I had made a commitment that I would do at least three days at, <coughs> excuse me, at the, uh, at the Y and that I would work out. And I am going to tell you that I have not done any of those days since okay. we last spoke. Uh, 
And I, and w- amazingly, I don't feel guilty. I don't feel bad about it at all. I, I feel quite at ease. Uh, but what happened was Thursday, of course, is live show day. And, uh, you know, I usually take that time to mellow out and stuff. And then Friday, um, r- you know, after my work day was PodCamp Cincinnati, the beginning of PodCamp Cincinnati. And I went to this pre-PodCamp party and they had lots of smoking in this, bo- in this bar area. And I came out of there with such uh, such bad allergies, just like a, I mean, just itchy throat and it was just really bad. And then it got progressively worse. I did not sleep at all Friday night until about five o'clock in the morning. And then I fell asleep for about three hours. I woke up late, made it to PodCamp Cincinnati late and was feeling not so hot the rest of the day. And then just basically felt lousy the rest of the weekend, started to just be real sick. Uh, with uh, sinus head congestion and stuff like that. Went to the doctor on Monday, got a steroid shot that that helped a little bit. I felt like He-Man for a couple hours. <laughs> I felt like I could lift a car off of a off, off of a somebody if <clears throat> I needed to by myself. Um, but then you know I, I'm slowly getting better. I'm I'm just not quite there yet. And uh, yeah, you sound uh, you sound quite congested still. And there's a bit of a cough. So yeah, take it easy. I'm yeah. very wise of you not to go work out because then that would probably have uh, worsened the situation. Exactly. Um, that's kind of a general rule of thumb. If you feel bad, if you, if you feel unhealthy or you, you, you're, you know, something is lingering, you feel like you're perhaps a bit feverish, don't work out. Don't take any risk. Only work out when you feel good, when you, when you have the energy to do it. That's something else, by the way, than being lazy. <laughs> yeah you know it, sometimes you have the energy but you just don't have the mental uh, uh energy to 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 go but i i think if you're especially now in this season in fall season when people are easily getting you know uh a cold or whatever d- just be careful take it easy there will always be always be an, another week a future week that you will feel great and you'll be able to catch up yeah as long as kind of adjust your uh, your eating habits to the fact that you don't work out. I mean, if you just continue to, uh, uh, to, to, to load up on junk food and then not working out, that is something you always have to kind of, uh, again, find the balance in that. And so if you move less and also try to eat less. Exactly. And, and I'll tell you, I, that, that's exactly how I felt. It's like, I, I, the reason I don't feel any guilt at all is because I don't feel like I'm lazy at all. I literally, it's almost as if my body's speaking to me. I don't know if you've ever felt that where your body, you almost feel like your body is telling you something, get in bed, stay in bed. And and, and yes. it's like, I need rest. I need to recover. I need just lay back. And even if, it, and, and there was a time it's like, I've, I've been going to bed around eight or nine o'clock each night, the last couple of nights. Just wow. Because, and, uh, that's- and, and it's like, you know, and I'm not like ready to go to sleep, but I just, I just lay there and I'm like, you know, I, I, I just feel like right now with the stuff that's in my chest and everything, I just, just need to sit back and not, not push myself right now. And, and I'm trying to see if that steroid shot is enough <clears throat> because I'm leaving town uh, one, well, actually I'm leaving town Tuesday night and I'll be gone. I'm traveling to the West coast out to California. And uh, so I went to the doctor Monday morning and, and, and I'm trying to see how I feel tomorrow on Friday. And if I'm if I'm as long as if I'm not feeling worse tomorrow, then I'm going to let it go all weekend. And if on Monday I'm not, you know, feeling, you know, at least 90 percent recovered, 
then mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to the doctor and say, listen, okay, I need to take some, some antibiotics with me because rest is not going to come easy over the next, you know, seven days. I imagine it's going to be a big trip, um, an important trip. So, uh, I think that's a very wise decision to, uh, just, you know, to look how things evolve over the weekend. And if you feel like, well, I, I might need some support, my system might need some support in the next couple of, uh, couple of days. And at least the antibiotics will, uh, will prevent it from, uh, from getting any worse. Yeah. You don't want to sit in the Twitch studio and then be removed by Leo Laporte because you're coughing all the time. Exactly. <laughs> that would not be good. I'm excited about that though. Let me tell you. you yeah, I'd imagine. So uh, for, uh, I don't think that all our listeners know exactly what you're going to do at, on the West Coast. So it's a conference and you're going to visit the Leo Laporte's uh, studio. Leo Laporte is a big, is a big tech podcaster. Uh, we are huge admirers of what he's been able to accomplish over time. And, uh, but you actually get to meet him and you will be there. I will. And, and uh, you know, somebody on, on Twitter, and, and it's funny because on social media, Serenity, uh, this morning, um, really, uh, uh, we had this conversation between Eric Fisher and I, cause he said, you're so lucky. And somebody else on Twitter said that or on Facebook said this, the earlier in the week, it's like, I, you know, I, I, I put down a, a link to where people can come join me if they want to. And it's like, wow, you're going to go see Leo, you know, that you're so lucky, you know, <laughs> you're so lucky. And I'm like, I don't know that luck has anything to do with it, honestly. Um, yeah, th- th- this, this is a dream. This has been a dream of mine. Um, you know, going way back to my early days of podcasting, you know, and, and I think this goes, fits into our talk of balanced living because I think it's important for us to have dreams and goals that aren't just physical health related, but you know, also other just things you want to accomplish in life. And, um, you know, I, I will share some things here that, um, when I first started podcasting, the very first podcast I ever listened to was Leo Laporte. And the second podcast I ever listened to was The Daily Breakfast. Or, well, it actually wasn't The Daily Breakfast. It was this Catholic insider guy. Right. <laughs> who, and, and, and I think I, right when I found you, I think within two or three weeks, you launched The Daily Breakfast for the very first time. Yeah, that must be... Uh, yeah, it's the early, the, the first year of podcasting. And uh, actually, I was... I was I have been lucky when it comes to uh, Leo Laporte because I remember that when I was just I had just started podcasting and and someone nominated my show for the podcast awards mm-hmm. and so I won uh, uh, one of those awards and I I went to uh, gosh I think it was in wasn't it in L A or something yeah, Ontario, somewhere on the West. Ontario California I think Ontario yeah right that was it and um, and so I I walk around there and then this guy enters the building and and recognizes me and and so we have a little chat and turns out it's Leo Laporte and I knew that he was one of the keynote speakers it was actually the 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 infamous talk where he said you know we shouldn't be calling these recordings podcasts because it's you know we're we're helping Steve Jobs sell his iPods we should call it netcasts (laughs) that didn't catch on of course but anyway well he knew me because apparently he had talked about my show, I think, on one of his uh, This Week in Tech uh, episodes. And I had no idea who he was. I had no idea. I'd never met the guy. <laughs> like, that <laughs> That's was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> uh, well, I remember talking to you on the phone for the very first time. And because you, uh, we, or yeah, I think it was by phone because I was talking with Greg mm-hmm. Willits. 
on the, oh. on the phone. And he says, hey, hey, do you want to talk to Father Roderick? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And I remember just being like kind of like starstruck because there <laughs> and, there, and seriously, because there were like three people I, I really, you know, admired. Of course, actually, the, at the time it was it was Leo Laporte and it was you. And I mean, it was just mm-hmm. like, wow, that's, I, I'm going to talk to Father Roderick. This is so cool. And I was I remember just how excited I was the first time I talked to you. And, it's, and it just goes and it's of course, everything's changed how I how I view celebrities and things these days. Sure, um, because you know, over over the years, I've grown to know you, and it's like you know what? I remember looking at you as if you were some kind of celebrity, and and in a, in a, and then all of a sudden, it's like wait a second. In a way, you are, but then all of a sudden, it's helped me to reframe how I view celebrities that they're just real people, they're just genuine people, just like anybody else. I had the same uh, experience when we interviewed, uh, gosh, the, the, the two brothers um, uh, from The Biggest Loser. Remember the, the from... Uh, uh, Sam and Felipe Farr or something like yes. that? Or, yeah. Yeah. And and I had watched that entire season on TV and I was like, oh my gosh, this is, you, you, all these contestants are kind of superstars and mm-hmm. you know, that millions of people follow them. And, and the thing with a show like Biggest Loser is you, 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 you kind of follow them for a long time. You empathize. You, it's a big adventure, and so you you project a lot of of. You think that you know them very well, and then to have them actually on the phone to be able to interview them for this show that was the weirdest thing. And you realize, well, well the show is over, and they're just back to normal again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just as normal as you and I. And uh, it's, it's always a bit strange to uh, to have that experience, and it takes a while. It takes about 10, 10 15 minutes for me to kind of adjust. And to go from, you know, geeky fan to, uh, to, to professional interviewer. <laughs> exactly. Well, I, the thing is, is, is one of the, the things that I did early on, and especially when I started to uh, change the way that I work and everything, you know, 48 Days to the Work You Love is a book that I read by Dan Miller, and I started listening to his podcast, and, and it just started having some massive impact on the way that I approach the work that I'm doing. And, yeah. and, and so I started to see him as, as this celebrity. And so it's like, I've already met father Roderick. Um, and, and it's like, now I have this dream. I, I, I want to get to know Dan Miller. I want to actually get to meet him and tell him how much of an inspiration he's been. And mm-hmm. ultimately I want my, my big dream, like the big, big super dream is to actually be in, to be a guest on one of Leo shows. It doesn't matter what show, but a Twitch show. I would love to be that. But it, but still to get to meet Leo and at least tell him, you know, that he's, you know, that that obviously being introduced through to podcasting through him has had a, a massive impact on my life. So it, th- these have been dreams. And of course, the I, I mentioned the Leo Laporte and the Dan Miller thing in a Pursuing a Balanced Life podcast episode a long time ago. And the reason I brought it up because I was reading this book called Think and Grow Rich. And it was talking about the that you know sometimes when you have these dreams, what you have to do is you have to tell others. You have to actually you have to believe it's possible, and then all of a sudden, one of the things that you do is you tell other people about this this dream you have, and 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 it helps to motivate you to you know be accountable to trying to do things to make it happen. But then again, you never know somebody that is listening may also work you know have have some thoughts on how you can make that dream a reality. Well, within, within two weeks, I interviewed Dan Miller on my podcast. And today, um, Dan Miller is a close personal friend, which is really cool. But um, I, so my big thing has been, it's like, well, gosh, the only dream that I've really thrown out there that hasn't happened yet is, 
getting to meet Leo Laporte and being on on one of his shows. And so I'm going to the West Coast for the very first time. I've been invited to come speak at Blog World and it's in Los Angeles. Now that's about seven hours south of where Leo Laporte is. And this is why I say it's not luck. You know, th- you know, if it, if it would be lucky if I just, you know, if this just fell on my lap. But what happened yes. was, <laughs> it's like, wait a second, I'm going to leave. And I, I literally spent probably three, four hours researching on Google Maps, all the different opportunities or, or all possibilities for me to getting up to Petaluma. Yeah. And uh, I, I said, you know what? Forget it. I'm doing it. I'm making this happen. Now, are you going to drive or are you going to fly? And li- initially, so I was going to drive and to- people talked me out okay. of driving. So I'm, I, I'm getting a I'm going to fly into Los Angeles. Then on Saturday, I'm going to fly from Los Angeles to Oakland. And then that uh, is- it's about yes. an hour away from his studio. And uh, and then I'm going to fly from Oakland back home. That's what I would suggest as well, because I'm, you know, I've I've been several times in both in L.A. and San Francisco, and the the distance between L.A. and and San Francisco is huge. I mean, it it seems uh, feasible, but it, you know, L.A. is such a massive, massive city. I, I've never seen a city that that big and and complicated traffic wise, and so it's just going to add a lot of stress. And flying, it's just you know an hour and a half, and you're there. Yeah. So it. It'll save you a lot of, I mean, I think even, especially now that you have some health issues, I think it's probably a very, very wise thing to do. Yeah. It'll be much more relaxed. And the fact that there's a whole time zone difference, you know, so like getting up at, you know, nine o'clock in the morning would be, you know, six o'clock in the morning, my time. And Mm -hmm. obviously there are going to be many times when I'm waking, I'm supposed to wake up at six o'clock in the morning to get really started. And which is like three o'clock in the morning, my time. So (laughs) I've never, I've never traveled that many, you know, that, that many hours passed. I know you do this a lot and a lot well, of other people do. My world, yes, <laughs> it is quite, that's going to be interesting to, uh, to see how that, uh, how you will react to that. It's, it's not, not too, too, but I mean, it's like a four hour difference, right? From, uh, it's three. Oh, three. Yeah. Oh, you'll do, you'll be, you'll be okay. Yeah. I'm just, that's, that's, I'm just wondering if I'm going to kind of like, just pretend that I'm still on Eastern time. And, and like, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to go to bed at seven (laughs) o'clock. I'm going to go home and go to bed now. I I just usually just go with the flow and follow the, the kind of the, 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 the life, the rhythm of, of the people there and just make sure that you get eight hours of sleep or seven, seven or eight hours of sleep. And then the three hours of difference is not going to, it's not going to kill you. Yeah. But, uh, and, and you, uh, in the U S are they already switching to, uh, winter time? Or is um, that later? You know, I don't know when that happens, but I imagine it'll be coming soon. Because we're we're switching this weekend already, uh, so that's that's going to be uh, quite quite interesting. <laughs> Fortunately for me, it's going to be you know I can sleep in an hour, which is I, I always hate switching back to summertime because then I have to get up early. And in wintertime, right now, I just really don't like the you know it's it's dark very early and it's it, it's just like living in the, during the night. And it, it really impacts my overall mood. Uh, I'm very, very sensitive to light. I think a, a lot of people are. Um, but I noticed, and this is a kind of an unexpected uh, disadvantage of me training at the gym right now instead of running outside. I just don't get a lot of sunshine or daylight. 
And right. I noticed that like the, the past few days I've been just walking around like a zombie. I was like, what's going on? I, you know, I don't feel, I don't have any energy. I don't, I'm not creative. I'm just sitting there in front of my computer doing all these mundane tasks. You know, where is the joy in my life? And then I realized, oh, wait a minute. The difference with previous months is that I was always at one point during the day, I was outside for, for about an hour. And so you do pick up a lot of, uh, of daylight. Whereas now I'm always sitting inside. And when I, when I leave either for, you know, my TV work or radio work, it's still dark. And when I get back home, it's dark again. So I don't get enough sun. And so I need to, I probably need to find a, a reason to, uh, spend at least some time outside of the, uh, outside of the house, because otherwise I, I'm not sure what's going to happen. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Also is, is something you could consider is, is getting some vitamin D supplements as well, especially during the winter time or, or when you're working out inside. Cause I hear that, yeah. that that's the big thing that, that we most need oh. from the sun is, is our exposure to the sun is the vitamin D that we get. But I'm always very uh, kind of suspicious of, of, of getting supplements instead of the real thing. You know, I'm like, probably Nate, there's no, there's no replacement for nature. Right. And so uh, I, I just have to kind of adjust the balance of my life a little bit. Uh, just realizing now that, uh, that, that I am sensitive to the, the lack of daylight. And so I, I, what, uh, another simple thing is, and I've read this uh, somewhere online, is you could, it can be as easy as switching on a lot of lights early in the morning. You know, really? when you wake up and it's dark, just make a lot of light around you. Uh, that will uh, quicken your body uh, or your, your metabolism. It'll wake you up. And then another trick is uh, my, my uh, studio table or my desk where I record, where I sit most of the day is in the back of the room. It's quite far away from both windows. And I do that on purpose because of the, you know, the noise from the street. And also the, you know, when, when there's sunshine, you get way too much light on, on, the, on the desk. Um, but what I could do is just to move the, the desk temporarily during wintertime closer to the, the window. So I get natural light as well during the day. So I'll, uh, I'll experiment a little bit with it and I hope that it'll help because I'm, I'm kind of fed up with being, <laughs> being this, uh, sad puppy, you know, not having energy. That's totally not me. Right. I'm always bubbling with excitement and energy. And right now, uh, I mean, during this show, I've always enjoyed doing this, this uh, show together with you, but once I'm offline, I was like, back to the <laughs> blahs. <laughs> hey, since you brought it up here, I do notice that October 30th is where in the UK and several other countries over there, uh, you guys are switching back uh, or yeah, you fall back an hour. And yep. uh, for mm -hmm. us, we do this on, what is that? Saturday, November 6th. So okay. I'm glad that you brought that up because that's happening during my trip. Uh, Ouch. Uh, yeah. You got to be careful. Or is, that well, but, or is that Sunday, November 6th? I think it's Sunday. Uh, I guess it's yeah. it's probably changing during the weekend from Saturday to Sunday because Actually, otherwise yeah it's it's, it's people, Sunday the sixth late okay yeah. yeah just make sure that you uh, you are aware when that switches so that you don't show up and it's like oh you you're for here for Leo now he's already gone you know his show is over. Uh, <laughs> well, the good was, news that was I think the good news <laughs> is that actually I'd be there an hour early so yeah probably <laughs> maybe I should just pretend I don't know <laughs> I'll be fine I always. You can do that too. Oh, wait, I've got an hour. I'm an hour early. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I plan on actually but, uh, vi stopping and visiting into, uh, I want to see the Golden Gate Bridge and I want to, I want to actually physically see a real trolley car in San Francisco. 
Oh, sure. No, you know, you should just take a, take a tour. Uh, it's very cheap and it's a lot of fun. Uh, you can just, uh, if you, um, you'll probably be, you know, near Nordstrom, which is one of those big warehouses. That that's where uh, the, the the trolleys start, and you can just take one, go over the hill to the to the Bay Area, yeah. and just walk around there. I love uh, San Francisco. It's a it's a beautiful city. It's a, you're, you're going to have a great time there. Uh, and uh, can't wait. Just take some time. The, the the cool thing about San Francisco is it's it's uh, it's not as massive as L.A. It's it feels kind of small. Even though it is big, but um, you could, you, there, there's, it's just a great city to just, just stroll around in. And I hope you have some, some time to do that. It's definitely uh, more interesting than Petaluma. <laughs> Sightseeing. Well, I, I'm sure once I'm in Petaluma, uh, my, my thoughts will be occupied with the studio and hanging out with uh, the folks there at Twit. So, Yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. Hey, um, I I also made a pledge to work out. What did I say? Five times? You said five <laughs> times at the gym. What was I thinking? Well, <laughs> I made, I actually was in a gym. I have to be specific in an a gym twice this week, this past okay. week. Uh, I did one workout, one very long workout. Actually, that should count as two workouts. You know, I saw that you did like... You did like it did an hour on the treadmill, like twenty minutes on yeah. this thing, or like a five k on this, a three k on this, and a three. In, what were you doing? I was there for two hours actually, and uh, I had a great time. I actually I went during the day, and it was much less uh, crowded uh, in the evening. There, it's just like all the machines are are occupied, and you have to wait to get on the treadmill. And I don't like it when I'm running on a treadmill and someone else is waiting. I always immediately feel guilty. I was like, oh, I'm I'm just you know, keeping someone from working out. Whereas during the day, uh, this was around lunchtime and it was, it was really empty. And actually that's very convenient because I was trying out uh, a, a couple of these devices that I'd never used before. So I, um, I, I uploaded uh, an app on my, uh, the iFit uh, app that I talked about last, uh, last week. Yes. And um, unfortunately, you know, it's a, it's a great app because it shows you um, kind of the routine for every machine. But the machine, uh, for some reason, there are quite a few differences between the stuff that they, the equipment that they have at my gym and the things that they display in on the application. And there are a few machines that they don't even have in the app. And so, and and still, uh, just looking at the description and the you know they have like two images that show you like the two modes for instance if you have the weight on your shoulders and you have the weight in the air so to give you kind of a basic idea of how to do the exercise but i i noticed that it's still not enough i especially with these uh weightlifting um devices i'm very afraid to to injure myself right because if you do if you don't do it in the right form uh, that's actually what can happen and so what i'm cu currently contemplating is taking a few uh, lessons just hire uh, a, a trainer to uh, to show me the basic routines for all those machines, so that I I um, you know I don't have any risk. But it, the problem is, my gym subscription is is cheap. Right. But the reason it's cheap is that they don't have permanent trainers there. And yeah. so if you want to have a trainer, you have to pay for it, and it's like thirty five bucks a month or something like that. Still not you know not outrageous, but uh, uh, it, it's an extra cost that I didn't. Uh, that I didn't budget for, right? But uh, but anyway, so I tried out a few machines. The the machine that I 
absolutely loved and I never thought I would I would enjoy it so much and I, I know that the next time I'm going to be there I'm going to sit on that thing for more than an hour it's, it's more fun than running it's the rowing machine oh really? my goodness it's such a cool that is so awesome I love the rowing machine because it is you know it, apparently it's very good for both arms and legs and chest because it, it you know everything moves at the same time uh, but there's this it's a very simple Thing. you just sit on a on a small seat and and uh you have like a uh handlebar that is connected to um a wire and the wire is connected to some kind of a wheel uh that spins uh but it i don't know it's just this kind of hypnotic movement of just rowing and i was listening to podcasts and i just zoned out i was like this is this is just like running and <laughs> I was totally like, I, I forgot about the whole gym. I was listening to podcasts and I was just rowing away. And before I knew it, I had rowed, uh, rowed like I think two miles and I've never done this before and I really enjoyed it. Did, and so that, I, did that machine tell you like how many calories you burn? Does it calculate that for you as well? It does all, all the, all these devices have uh, calculators. You have to enter your, your weight and your, your, um, uh, your age. And it'll, it'll do an approximation. Now at our could, at our gym at our at the Y where we go, they have uh, these rowing machines, and they have actually they just have two of them at the end. In the they mm-hmm. they're sitting side by side, and they actually have it, it's not a really great. It's like just like an LCD kind of uh, liquid liquid crystal display. Yeah, uh, but, yeah, this but, one too. But this one, can you uh, compete with each other like in distance? Does it have that option? Oh, uh, possibly. I don't know. I, I just wanted to get going. I, I always, uh, you know, I just used the standard uh, program, like the just put in two miles right. and, uh, and and a certain resistance. And then I just, because my aim for this first uh, tryout was basically to have, to have um, worked with a couple of these machines just to get the hang of it without going overboard and then just see which ones work for me and which others are perhaps too difficult yet. And, uh, so I, I, and I always feel a little bit self-aware when I'm, uh, you know, trying to figure out this computer thing and I'm just like, I should, I should know this, but I don't. And so I'm, I'm kind of taking the geek approach. Just don't read the manual and just try it out and see when you get stuck. But that's what I loved about the rowing machine. It was very simple. And uh, the day after, wow, I could feel that I'd been rowing because my arms are not, are not used to that. And then there were a few other machines that actually really scared me. Uh, the ones with the, uh, gosh, the, especially the weightlifting stuff. I, I don't dare to do, to experiment with that alone. I, I'm, I'm too afraid to, uh, to either break the machine or break myself. And um, so that was the first. And this, was the, this is the gym that you are a member of. Now, tell, yes, tell, me, yes. tell me what's up with one of these pictures. I saw a picture of... Uh, somebody that looked like a priest only in a Mr. Rogers sweater with boxing gloves on. Exactly. That was the second gym that I visited this week. Tell me about this because I love this yeah. picture, by the way. It was it was an amazing day. This was on Monday. And um, I was supposed to do uh, an interview for my TV show with two brothers who were uh, Christian fugitives from Iraq. They had been persecuted there. And so now they live in Rotterdam and they had a pizzeria. Uh, and so I would interview them and, and talk about pizzas and about faith. So 
I was in, I was traveling to, to Rotterdam when I get a call that actually the two brothers had had a terrible fight and there had been a fallout and they'd been crying on the phone and they didn't want to do the interview. Um, and, and we're on a very tight schedule with this TV show. Um, so it was, you know, panic. So what do we do now? And fortunately, our director knew uh, um, a, uh, a pastor who works at a... Um, it's a ecumenical church, so it's Protestants and Catholics that use the same building. Mm -hmm. And and uh, he vaguely remembered that there was a, a gym next to the church. And so his idea was, well, I don't know if it's going to be, you know, an interesting conversation, uh, but uh, you might, you know, you could interview the guy uh, who owns the gym. Because uh, it's, you know, and perhaps then you can make a connection with faith because his gym is next to the church, you know? Mm -hmm. And so... The moment I heard that, I was like, I love this idea. I'm just going to do the whole interview while working out. <laughs> that's that's going to be visually interesting. So the guy who owns the gym is this kind of, he's 60 years old, and he's this Rocky Balboa guy. You know, it, the, the prototy prototypical older trainer that has seen everything, has made a lot of mistakes in his life, is very rugged, but also has a big heart. And so he's like... Uh, yeah, sure. I can I can teach you how to box because he showed me this big boxing ring and everything, and so I did part of the interview while learning to box, and so he showed me how to defend myself, how to do the punches and and and, and all the all all the stuff, and uh, and I had a great time. It was actually I was enjoying this a lot. I've never done any any boxing before. I think the only boxing I've done was on Wii Fit. Mm -hmm. You know, the, 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 the game that comes with the, uh, the Wii. Yeah, but true boxing is, is so much more fun. And I, all of a sudden it clicked why, you know, last year on the biggest loser, they, they there was a lot of emphasis on boxing and, uh, how that is not only good for you physically, but also kind of mentally. And I totally get it because, wow, you can really, you know, when you punch it, it just releases a lot of energy. And I felt exhilarated. <laughs> it was really, I was all giddy and everything. And then he had this great story about how for him, uh, you know, running that gym is also a way to help the youth in his neighborhood because, you know, they, they're, it's kind of a criminal neighborhood with lots of gangs. And But he, you know, these young kids sometimes are sent to his gym basically to uh, blow off steam and to uh, release their energy that otherwise they would, they would use for robberies and everything. And so, but he's the kind of guy that uh, he doesn't care. What, so, what a kid has done and he's just there to basically listen to them and train them and then I, it was just a, a great interview I enjoyed it so much I, I was so uh, sad that I you know I, I interviewed him for about an hour so I did a I did a workout of an hour with a trainer <laughs> nice. and then yeah I mean and I was really sore because he he uh, now that I had a trainer I could also try out one of the more difficult machines so um and and but unfortunately we had to cut it down to three minutes because our our segment is just three minutes for the for the, that interview, um, but it, I had just the best time and I actually got a lot of tips from him because I was interviewing him I was on on a stationary bike and he's like your breathing is not right I'm like what do you mean <laughs> my breathing is not right it's like you're panting and then he's like look at your heart rate and then look at mine and he was going at the same speed as I was and his heart rate was like half mine <laughs> he's like you're breathing you're breathing on the in the upper area of your lungs you, you gotta breathe through your nose inhale through your nose and then exhale through your mouth and you'll notice that your heart rate will go down 
And uh, so he had all sorts of tips like that. At one point, I was doing this, um, I was on this machine where I had to kind of uh, pull uh, again a, a handlebar and it was connected to weights. I had to move it for up from up downwards behind my neck. And, uh, and I, I, again, I'm, I was glad that he was there because he corrected me. He's like, uh, don't do it like that because you'll regret it tomorrow. And just sit a little bit. It was little changes, but it made a huge difference. The only downside was that, um, you know, I was interviewing him and then the cameraman is like, yeah, I need to do some fill-in shots. So keep, keep going. I was like, what do you mean keep going? I'm dying here. <laughs> and so for 10 minutes, I had to just continue the movement, even though the interview was already over. Right. And then at one point, I was still chatting away with him. And um, and then the, the trainer is like, so how long do you want to go on with this machine? I was like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm dying here. He said, because your, your camera crew is already gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so anyway, that's what the photo uh, showed. That was just me in my boxing gloves. And uh, <laughs> it was... It was a revelation to me. I was like, wow, I, I, I so enjoyed that training. It was so different from just doing it by myself. And I, I now need to find a way to do some boxing because I don't think they have that in my gym. Well, but now I, I, I want to do some boxing. Now, when you were doing boxing, were you punching a big gigantic bag or? Okay. Yes, I was punching a bag. Um, I don't have a bag. I do have parishioners, but I'm not sure if I can punch them. <laughs> so, you know, but I, I know that. I could a lot of people. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I know that a lot of people just will, will buy a, a boxing bag and, and just uh, hang that from the ceiling. <laughs> but I don't know if I want to do that. Right. Well, the, I, I think there's something to be said about going into an, an, an environment, you know, in the atmosphere of a, you know, in, in, in a gym where there's a ring or something like that. You know, boxing is intriguing to me. And I mm -hmm. would love the punching. You know, I used to do karate. I don't know if you know this, but I used to have a blue belt in karate. What? Yes, I did. You're kidding me, yeah. right? No, I'm no. serious. Come on, really? Yeah, and matter of fact, if, if, if I'm up for it at times, I can still do the splits. That is too funny. Yeah. but uh, what, what, How many centuries ago was that? This was, I was, I think, 18 years old at the time. 18 or 19 oh, years old. I had no idea. Yeah, I used how to... Uh, so let, let's see, because it starts out with, I think I went white, white, it was white belt, and then it was yellow belt, and then orange belt, and then I think after orange, it was blue. So I I, I made it up that far. I didn't quite get to... Easy. Yeah. I think after blue would have been purple, and then brown, and then black. Yeah. Wow. I did judo when I was... Do you, do you, do you know that, judo? Yeah, I, I'm familiar <laughs> with it. Okay. I just got to the half yellow belt i think which is just <laughs> above beginner's level yeah but it was it was fun i enjoyed taking karate and and uh -huh. stuff like that but they wanted to do these competitions and and i never wanted to do competitions and and I, and i barely enjoyed sparring which is where you kind of you know you do some moves but you kind of are aware of what they're going to do because you're doing the moves that you've been trying but man i, I tell you what i just there's just something about being in a fight where somebody's going to throw something where you might not be prepared for it. And yeah, and it's like in, in boxing, I can imagine it's the same thing. I, it's like, I could really get into to boxing. I wouldn't mind punching other people. I just don't know if I'd want somebody punching me back. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I think you can, 
you can do the boxing movements even without a uh, uh, you know, without the gloves and without the the punching bag. Uh, yeah. Just the the movements. I think actually, you know, in a couple of those uh, Jillian Michaels videos, yep. she also does some boxing, uh, the, the Biggest Loser training videos, and and it's quite effective. But yeah. it's more fun if you can really punch something. Yeah, and I'll tell you what; those boxing moves are really good because we have the we have a couple different Jillian Michaels DVDs, and the ones where she actually has somewhere, um, I think Stephanie carries like holds on to these one pound bar belt. Um, little yeah. mini barbells or whatever the one pound devices and i carry the three pound and uh man you talk about some it's a workout to do those boxing moves with a three pound thing in your hand oh yeah absolutely that's, that's some fun stuff oh goodness so 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 father roderick you, are you going to become a boxer now instead of running is that what you're going to do no i don't think so but i i definitely discovered some some extra things that I enjoy doing in the gym instead of just just running. I actually really like the uh, the variety. And now with the rowing and the boxing, I'm enjoying the gym more and more. I never thought I would say that here because I remember like last year I was like, yeah, I should go to a gym. Well, I didn't go to the gym. <laughs> well, here, here's what I, I'm curious about. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we hear it was, what, a couple weeks ago now, you told us about the horror story of your first visit to the gym. Yes. Yes. You know, and, and here you are, you're working out, at, uh-huh. you know, and, and, and you're boxing for the very first time doing something you've never done before. And, and, and it's not just people might be looking at you. You're on camera. How, how, <laughs> That's true. And, 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 and you're not alone. You're with somebody else sitting there teaching. It's like, how, how did that not freak you out? But just a simple visit to the gym where everybody else is preoccupied with themselves anyway. How do you... I, yeah. I guess the, the the difference is that this was for work, and so you're I'm ready to do anything as long you know it's just part of my job. You know, you kind of feel a certain um, it's it's kind of legitimate because it's you know I'm supposed to do this. Whereas when the, when I went alone for the first time to that gym, I was like I had no idea what to expect, and so you kind of ah, you make up these stories in your mind that everybody's watching you and that you're, you know, you're not doing it well and you don't, you're not as fit as anyone else. And I don't know, it was a different situation. Um, but it, it, it disappeared. The, the second time that I went to the gym, I had no problems whatsoever. Actually, I was just, you know, walking around like a total nerd looking at my <laughs> I, iPod to, uh, to look up the, the, the exercises. I was like, I don't care what people think. And it always helps that um, at the gym, you've got people from all sorts of levels of fitness. You've got, you know, the slightly overweight people that are clearly just doing very slow. You know, they're on the um, uh, the elliptical and going really slow and steady. And then you've got these very, you know, these kind of Hulk-like bodybuilders that are in a corner doing their thing. And I just, normally that, that weightlifting corner, that's where all the strong people are. Right. That is very intimidating. But now that I had this this uh, this this application, you know, I was like, well, this application tells me that I have to go and take these dumbbells and do some exercises. So I've just as, I've paid just as much as these guys. I'm just gonna go there. So I'm standing in between these, you know, these bodybuilders, and they're all like doing these amazing things, and I'm just standing there with these two small dumbbells, like the almost the the, the lightest weight, and I don't care. I was like, this is. You know, this is just my training. Right. One day be as strong as they are, but they they start at like me. 
And uh, yeah, it's just the, the the green shoes. That's the only thing that still bugs me quite a bit. <laughs> That's awesome. Can't get used to that. That doesn't change. <laughs> well, I'm very glad that you you have gotten over that, and and I'm so excited to hear that the the gym is working out for you. And I know that that's going to help uh, be a great help in the winter time. And uh, you know, I'm I'm Absolutely. I'm actually looking forward to hopefully getting over all of this stuff here soon and getting back from my trip and and uh, getting back out there myself. So sure, fun stuff. Um, I have no uh, no worries for uh, for that. Yeah. And, you know. Oh, by the way, in the chat room, Stephanie chimed in. Obviously, she hears me upstairs. She just wants to clarify her her weights are two pounds and mine are five. Oh wow, so. that's good. Two pounds that's 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 a lot actually. Absolutely. Well, my friends, we want to say thank you for tuning in to another episode of Balance Living Weekly. I think it's important for us to note that there will not be a show next week. I'll be in LA. Yep, yep. and I'll be in. Holland, all the way in Europe. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) (laughs) Too awesome. But we will be back in two weeks to talk about how things are going. And of course, that's plenty of time for you to call in and leave some feedback and let us know what's going on in your journey, in your pursuit of a balanced life. Give us a call at 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. Until next time, we encourage you to stay balanced you know what Be- wait wait before that father Rogers, do you want to do you want to promote anything <laughs> oh i don't dare anymore no i just uh when i started a new podcast uh about tintin oh this that's is right. just great and it's, and it's not a dog uh, right no, it's not a dog, but it's a lot of fun. And if you haven't seen the trailer yet, it's it's it'll, it'll be in theaters in the U.S. at the end of uh, December, I think the twenty second, so right before Christmas. But go check out the trailers on uh, on iTunes. Uh, at the helm, Peter Jackson from The Hobbit and Steven Spielberg. According to the reviews here in Europe, where the movie is already out, this is the best Indiana Jones movie that Spielberg has ever made. It doesn't feature Indiana Jones. So uh, that's a huge endorsement. It, it's going to be a, a huge worldwide hit. And I'm doing a show about it uh, that you can find at tintin.sqpn.com. Tintin, T-I-N-T-I-N dot S-Q-P-N.com. Dot com. And I just want to promote one thing real quick. gspn.tv forward slash L-A meetup. Uh, gspn.tv slash LA meetup. We're meeting Friday. I believe that's uh, November 4th uh, in Los Angeles. So we have a meetup. 7 p.m. Pacific time. Would love to uh, meet anybody out there. Even if you're not coming to Blog World, it doesn't matter. Uh, We've already got a bunch of people signed up. Just go to gspn.tv forward slash LA meetup. And now, until two weeks from today, stay balanced. Stay balanced.